Speaking to the Nameless, Episode 6. don't know what to say about you. I... I feel in so many ways that whatever I say about you will be just taking something away from what you are rather than trying to bring it to light. And all the words, all the deep words that I have for people that I admire, they don't fit you because you're beyond them. You are deeper than them. And perhaps no one in my life have I admired more than you. Perhaps you are the most beautiful person I have ever met and known personally. And you're a complete mystery to me. I have no idea how you do it. I have no idea what you even are. And there are so many experiences that I have which I remember so deeply because of how powerful they were with you. Somehow just being around you, magic happens. Somehow, when I'm in your presence, there's just a a glow. And there's an incredible attraction. It's an attraction like I've never felt before. And I'm quite confused at times. I have been quite confused as what what to do with this, this feeling. I remember one time we were at a party. And, and it's always those sort of simple scenarios that we're in that still seem to stand out for me. And still have deep significance. And we were at a party and it was just a party like any other party. There was a couple of people there. We were having cake. We were having drinks. And we were all standing around and I could, I, I could feel it coming up in me. that It's like this, this suction. Like I could feel something pulling 
like a force field towards you. And then also somehow, perhaps paradoxically, I felt as though that feeling was actually radiating out of you. It was because something was shining from within you and going out to the world. And I don't know what to do in the presence of someone that has that kind of effect on me. You must know that to me you are a god. To me you are beyond humanity. You are just, well, beyond words, beyond any sort of description that I can, the the best poems in me and the best stories don't even come close. And it was with you that I really learnt what it meant for someone to be a benevolent force in an experiential way Person to person, face to face. And up until I met you, I thought a a person who is a benevolent force is someone who is just a do-gooder. Someone that helps others or someone that does things for the better of the world. Someone who works to help others or... Someone who donates to charity. or Someone who's just generally interested in helping others, improving the world, making the world just a bit better of a place. And there's a whole range of different things within that. There are people who are successful. There are people who have very strange ideas about what needs to be improved. There are some people that have bad ideas. There are some people that are unsuccessful. But with you, it wasn't like that at all. With you, I I really never got the sense that you were helping anyone in the conventional way of speaking. And I still get that. I still get that you're not... This is one of the things that doesn't fit in my description of you, is that you're helping others. And yet somehow being in your presence, there were times when so much ground was covered. So much beauty was created, was found. So much healing was done. So much joy was born. And it was your sort of, I don't know, I don't know, your sort of mysterious otherworldliness that was behind all that. And this suction, this attraction, 
and this glow that I feel in you is really just an indication of a whole number of things that happen inside me. And part of me knows that it's just me. And maybe part of it was also that you even acknowledged that. You even put it back onto me. There's nothing that you're doing to take credit for what happens around you. And and it really is beyond words. It's beyond my comprehension. It's beyond my understanding. It's, It's way outside the scope of what I ever thought was possible for a human being. And it's really far outside. It's it's far out. You are <laughs> you are far out. And I know all this sounds very serious. And you know me, you know that's a part of me. My seriousness is well, it's it's something that I've worked with. <laughs> It's something that I've taken time to acknowledge. And I'm learning to integrate it in a healthy way. I'm learning more and more how to integrate it in different ways into my being. Because I know actually you're a very light-hearted person. You're a very playful person. And also on the surface, very simple. Another memory I have of you was when I was just walking by one day and you were sitting outside of your office and it was a sunny day, so it was quite bright. But it was also a bit cold, so you had on some warm clothes, maybe a scarf. And you were just sitting there watching people go by, as you sometimes do. And you had a cup of coffee and a cake. And you were smiling. And... Oftentimes, I'm so attracted to you, I'm so drawn to you, that I'm scared, I'm afraid to approach you, I'm afraid I'll put something on you, or something will happen if I meet you. But on this particular day, I was feeling grounded, and I was feeling quite good in myself and I just thought I'd see what I'd what would happen if I went over to say hello and you looked me in the eyes and you smiled and you took a slice of cake on a fork raised it to your lips and munched it down 
and we just had some small talk. It was just very basic stuff. This, the The actual conversation was was nothing. And yet somehow I could see in you the most tremendous glow. It's astonishing. It is truly remarkable. And I wonder why how do you do it? I often ask myself, what what's the secret? What do I what have I got to do? What's it gonna take? And I do know a lot of the practical things, the ABC story. And many of those things I have done. But nowhere in the <laughs> nowhere in the same sort of scope as you. You are a lot further on in your journey than I am. But then also I see that it's not an exact A plus B equals C sort of equation because there are many people that have done what you have done but don't get quite what you've got. That's the uniqueness of us all. That's the individual nature of our lives. And really, I shouldn't wish too much for myself. What you have, I should be... Well, I should be finding my own path, finding my own way. And in many ways I have. and In many ways I'm aware of that. In many ways I do do that. And I have found what I've found for me, and I'm content in myself. But I don't want that to undermine your your magnificence. And there really is no one that will ever say this about you. There are many people that have experienced you. And I know there are many people who see what I see in you. And even there might be people that see more. Seeing is, well, it's one of those things. You can only do it as good as you can do it. You can only see as much as you can see. Of course, you can learn to see more. So maybe people do see more in you. But it's not said enough. There, there, are, no, there are no occasions where it's okay to acknowledge these things. And maybe they don't need to be acknowledged in this way. Maybe it's an unspoken understanding. I remember one time I I tried to tell you that I love you. And I 
was having a conversation and I basically just came round to it and said, I love you. And in that particular conversation, the way that it goes, and how I felt at the time, it was sort of something just to brush off. It just sort of didn't matter. You just sort of, oh, let's talk about something else. And I even tried again. Did you hear what I said? And you just sort of said, oh, no. And that was just the flavor of the moment. That was just how things were as we spoke in that particular time. Another time, we talked about it in a different way. And I tried to tell you, I, I was racking my brains like, what, what can I say to this person? How can I tell them that just by looking at them, things just explode within me. And it's so unclear. I've never had so much indescribable happening in me. And I tried to explain it. I said, oh, my, my, my heart beats faster when I see you. And you said, oh, yes, well, so does mine. And then your heart is going boom, boom, boom. And my heart is going boom, boom, boom. And at that time, I thought, whoa, this is just making things even more deep. That someone, that someone I admire and I put so high up would actually feel something similar towards me. And I can't, and I, and I, now that I say this, I see, I see the conundrum, which is how can you be friends with someone who is just so much better in every way? And it's not exactly right to say better, as in a better person. They're just somehow, they just stir an enormous amount of admiration. And how can you be friends with someone like that? Usually friendship is a mutual sort of thing. It's a mutual sort of understanding. So, so what, how is it that I can maintain that admiration and be friends with you? And I think... As time went on, when I knew you, I was getting better at that. I had started to make a way on that. And I don't, I still don't know what, what holds me back, like what I'm afraid of. And I understand it might be, it might have been at times a bit, a bit uncomfortable to have someone like that around. Because you realize there have been times when when you have said certain things and those words have had a huge impact. And it's shocking to me that someone's words can have such an impact. Just a comment, just a little comment. What, what, what for, for to you, just a little comment would, would send me into a 
some sort of state. And if you realize that, well, would you want to be around talking to someone, knowing that that's the sort of power they have over you? That's the sort of power you have over them. Sort of puts quite a big responsibility on you. It makes it quite difficult to have a light-hearted conversation. And we've had such a variety of, such a wide variety of conversations. Some of them have been intensely deep and meaningful. Not only in their effect, but in the actual content themselves, in the actual conversation. And then some of them are mundane and some of them are very light-hearted. You've really, you, you've really blown it out of the water what is in the realm of uh, possibilities for a human being to be. It, it really is, it really is astonishing. I don't know if there's much more I can really say after saying all that. It seems to be, well, it seems to be quite a serious mood, which I don't know if you would really like, and you might want to turn things into a joke. And I guess, well, it's up to me to... (laughs) Tell the stories about you. Not that anyone could ever believe them or see the see the significance. I mean that that's my struggle. That's my that, that's really the work I'd like to do is to help bridge that difference of the story and the significance of what you are. And I'm sure people tell all sorts of stories about you and the things that happen around you. I'm sure there is a a lot of frustration for some people who try to tell these stories and they don't see the the significance or the beauty of them or the, the, the kind of essence that they have. And maybe that's just my experience. Maybe others don't say so much. I mean, I mean, it is so rare to... Beauty is not only rare, but it's rare for it to be declared. A declaration of beauty. That really is something. Particularly when it's in a person. That's even more rare. And as things progressed, I do feel now that you are starting to see things in me and we have more of a mutual understanding. I think the whole the whole thing of like the God on the 
pedestal way up with me sort of bowing and praising in awe. I think that's that's changed now. And gladly without your beauty diminishing. And that and that conundrum, that's really up to me to resolve. That's up to me to to see, well, why can't I have why can't I be friends with with a God? <laughs> and what does that mean for me? Because sometimes it means, well, you can't be messing around. And it's even that is the wrong way to say it. You, you, there's this thing where when you're around someone who's really aware and really just light years ahead of you, and there's this thing of them not tolerating your lack of awareness or not, not tolerating your slip-ups is another way of saying it. And when I say not tolerating, it sort of means like the image that comes to mind is sort of like, oh, I'll, you know, hit you on the head or punish you if you do the wrong thing. But that's not it at all. It's not a it's not a toleration. It's more that it's just it just doesn't happen. It's like the situation is is elevated in a way. And everyone around just becomes better off and things work better and things flow better and everyone's more aware everyone's into their better self everyone steps into their better self when they're around you and you don't do it in an overt way it's not a it's not like a leadership thing you're you're definitely not a leader in every sense of the word that's the last thing that you are and yet somehow something happens. And I guess you call that a benevolent force. And I don't know, maybe I need my maybe I need my bubble to be popped. And I just need to see you do do something human. I'm sure you do do human things. And I, I, I have seen you do human things. The the humanity is still there. You you are still a human, but you you're you're also something else. There's there's also something beyond that. And there's something in me that feels very good to be able to admire someone this much, and to be that thankful to someone. And 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 when I really when I really think about it, there's no see, see this is the thing. There's no reason, there's no story, there's no, like, psychology is not going to work, philosophy is not going to work, any intrapersonal analysis, all these things are just completely thrown out the window. And all I'm left with is this burning fact that you are the hero of my story.
So thank you for everything that you've done. And you've done more than you can ever imagine for me. And maybe it doesn't mean much to you. Maybe maybe that's your genius, is that is that there's there these there these gigantic things which are achieved and it cost you absolutely nothing for them to happen. It took nothing away from you. It was just so freely given. And yet somehow it was so much I couldn't believe. Like like to me, really, when I look at you, I, I, I usually estimate that you are about 12 foot tall. <laughs> Really, I'm. I'm actually. I actually feel that sometimes. And I'm sure if we, I'm sure if we pulled out the tape measurer, we would be in for a little bit of a shock. <laughs> and really, my eyesight and the proportions of people to me in my eyes are. Uh, that's that's a line of inquiry that I'm going to have to deal with at some point. There's definitely something very strange going on there. (laughs) So, I hope no one can guess who you are by me saying you're 12 foot tall. I think we should be safe. Of course, there's not many many 12 foot tall people in the world, so (laughs) if anyone's trying to guess who you are, they might be getting getting onto the short list. (laughs) But of course, you're not really 12 foot tall. I just... That's just my experience of you. That's just my warped perception. So, I feel like I feel like I should write you a poem, or I should write you a song, and it would have to be my best poem ever for it to do you any justice. Which reminds me, thank you for thank you for listening to my poems. I really felt you took them to heart, and you could really see where they were coming from. And there were a number of occasions when I shared poems with you. And well, I shared poems with lots of people, so that's not just that's just not for that's not just for you. But I just thought I'd mention it because we're talking about poetry. I admire you, you're a god to me, you're the hero of my story. Thank you very much for all that you have done, and from the bottom of my heart, I love you. And right now, we can listen to some silence in meditation together, and that's all I have to say for now.